What up, guys, and welcome to the TD Sports NBA Betting Show. I am your host, Ty Delbridge, and today, March 2nd, I'm going to give out my best bets and top props. So make sure you guys are following me on Twitter at Ty Delbridge, the podcast at TD Sports Podcast for any last minute bets, or I might put out injury news or just anything like that. Make sure and like and subscribe to this podcast on whatever app you are listening to. And with that, let's get into today's show. All right, so before I give out my best bets and top props, we're going to look at the NBA games for the day today. But real quick, I am going to start. Um, I have been keeping track of my bets on a document that I keep, but I and then I also have it in my Twitter bio of my total for the NBA season. Uh, I am going to start um, keeping track of the weekly uh, for the rest of the season on 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 how I'm doing for the week and then I will be telling you all that maybe like at the end of the week and see how we did or maybe or like on Mondays I'll I'll recap the last week as well uh so with that um I went five and three yesterday on the first day of March so we'll just we'll just start with that uh five and three March so we will look to improve on that uh real quick we got a couple NBA games today a couple we have a we have quite a few actually we have the Utah Jazz at the Cleveland Cavaliers, Houston Rockets at the New York Knicks, Portland Trailblazers at the Orlando Magic, Memphis Grizzlies at the Atlanta Hawks, Milwaukee Bucks at the Miami Heat, Dallas Mavericks at the Chicago Bulls, and the Indiana Pacers at the San Antonio Spurs. Um, Injury news, if anything, Damian Lillard still is going to be out for the Blazers, it seems. Um, for the Bucks, Chris Middleton should be back for them. And then the Heat won't have Myers Leonard or Tyler Hero. And for the Mavericks, Luka is probable. Um, since he didn't play last night, I expect him to play tonight because they are going to be resting Porzingis they just put out. And it looks like Seth Curry is also a game-time decision. And then for the Bulls, they won't have Chris Dunn, they won't have Chandler Hustenson, they won't have Laurie Markkinen, and now Zach Levine is doubtful with quadriceps uh, problems. So keep an eye on that. And then for the Spurs, um, they won't have Jakob Portal, and it looks like LaMarcus Aldridge is a game-time decision with a shoulder injury, and it looks like he might even be doubtful. So keep an eye on that. All right, when we come back, we will get into my best bets and top props. Welcome back. Let's get into my NBA bets for today. Starting off, I am taking the over 222 Blazers at Magic. This thing opened up at 219.5. It got up to 222. Now I'm seeing about 221s in the market, so actually a better number at the moment. Uh, I um, I actually like this more for the Orlando Magic, which is kind of... It's kind of interesting because I know most of the time I'm taking overs because of the Blazers and their offense and um, and lack of defense. This has to do with their lack of defense, but it has to do with the change the Orlando Magic uh, have made basically since the All-Star break. I have some notes here I'm going to just go through. So, um, right here. So, they have gone over seven games in a row, the Magic. They, since the All-Star break, are fourth in the NBA at 120 points per game, and they're ninth in pace. For the entire season, they are 28th 
at 105 uh, points per game and 27th in pace. So that first half of the season, they they just weren't scoring. They were in that 90 to 80 range a lot of times. They were going under like 214 games. But lately, they have switched up their offense, um, getting a lot more three-point shot attempts, getting a lot more... Uh, I don't know. They're just attacking more. And then their defense has, uh, let's see, I think I had that here. Bah, bah, bah. And their defense since the All-Star break has dropped. They are giving up 118 points per game. And when they were usually only giving up, or like I think it was like 109, 110. So they have kind of more focused on offense and uh, not much on their defense. So that's very good uh I mean, for this over, because for the Blazers, they can't really defend anybody regardless. And right now, yes, their offense has slowed down because they don't have, um, or because they don't have Damian Lillard, but they still have CJ McCollum. They still have Gary Trent Jr. They still have Anthony Simons, who is questionable with an ankle injury. I do think he'll play because he's, because he's home in Orlando. And I saw a video of him on Twitter warming up and he looked all right. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if the Blazers had not, but I expect him to play. So the Blazers have the ability to get hot. Yes, they have slowed down a lot, but they have all the guys to get hot. So I think the Magic are giving up a ton of points, so they'll give up points to this to the Blazers. Um, and then the Blazers can't defend the Magic, and we've seen that against the Hawks the other night, like teams that want to push the pace and score a lot of points. The, the Blazers can't really do much about it. So I think that we see the same thing from Orlando. I think they're going to come out, run, try and get up three-point shots, and the Blazers... I just don't think they're going to be able to defend that. And I see the Magic getting to the round that I think they've been averaging, yeah, around 120 since the All-Star break. And I think they get to around 120 tonight. And then I could see the Blazers getting to around 110, 114, or the Blazers winning this game. I think I think it'll be a close game. Uh, this is a six and a half point spread for the Magic. It is a little high. I'm just, I, I'm just skeptical about the Blazers as a fan. I just haven't seen them... Uh, really be consistent and but they just are that type of team that all of a sudden could come into this Orlando team and get hot and, and blow out the magic so I think we're going to see a lot of points scored regardless if it's close or if it's a blowout so give me the over uh, 222 I think this thing ends in around the 230s all right that was it for that Whew, I had a lot of notes there and they were kind of scrambled around I need to do a better job organizing that uh, next I'm taking the Indiana Pacers uh, minus two it might even be minus two and a half now. I've seen some two and a half, some twos. Uh, the Spurs have been struggling lately. I think they're like two and nine, like their last twelve games, or like eight, and, or I think it was two and eight or two and nine, like in the last ten. I can't remember. It wasn't very good in their last couple uh, spread games, and they won't have Jakob Pertl tonight, like I said. And it looks like they might not have Lamarcus Aldridge. That's going to be a problem against a Pacers team that has Miles Turner and DeMontis Sabonis. They're going to bang around in the post. I don't think the Spurs have anybody that can hang with them. They have Drew Eubanks, who some of you might not know. I know him because, one, I played against him in high school here in Oregon. Uh, he was not very good when he played. He was more focusing on uh, baseball at the time. He was a big, long kid. He's not. He doesn't have much weight. He uh, has super long arms, very athletic. And then... He went on to Oregon State and became a very, very productive center and then got picked up by the Spurs undrafted. And he's been on the team for the last two years. And I know Greg Popovich really likes him. And he's and he tends to produce when he's out there. And I I really like Drew Eubanks when he's out there. But I don't think he has the uh, strength or the experience to hang with these two all-stars, basically, and Miles Turner and Sabonis. I think they're going to have their way tonight. I think we could see a big game from TJ Warren, Malcolm Brogdon, uh, I know the Pacers haven't been great as well. They've kind of been up and down lately, but I think they get a Spurs team that just, I mean, 
they might not make the playoffs this year, which is just insane. So, like, how much do their fans care now? that I know that they're at home and they usually have a very, very good home court, but now that they might not be going to the playoffs, will it have that same energy? I mean, so much do the players care? And like I said, and also with no Aldridge, that's just a big blow to their just team in general. So I see the Pacers winning by more than one possession tonight. I think they're trending. I think they are in trending in more of the right direction. Uh, they've been better against the spread. So give me this of uh, the Pacers minus two. I could send them winning this game by six, eight points tonight. All right. Next, taking the Dallas Mavericks first half minus three and a half. I got this earlier in the day. Um, and now it looks like Porzingis is not going to play. Seth Curry is questionable, and Luca is probable. As long as Luca plays, I I think this is going to be fine. Uh, the Bulls won't have. It looks like they won't have Zach Levine. They will have Otto Porter tonight, but he hasn't played in a while, so I don't see him coming in and all of a sudden being dominant. Uh, but the Mavericks have just been very good. Uh, this year, just in general, but they have the best first half against the spread, uh, just in the NBA, just all year. They're forty and twenty-one. They are twenty-five and six in the first half against the spread on the road, and they are eight and two in the first half uh, in the first half against the spread. In their last ten, they are eight and two. Uh, sorry, I got a little tongue-tied there. Uh, so. They just have very good numbers in the first half. They like to get out and go. They've been putting up about fifty-nine point. Uh, what is it? Fifty nine point five uh, uh, so points per game in the first half, and then since the All Star break, they are sixty four point seven points a game, uh, or so in the first half. So I think they get up a lot of points. Uh, they've gotten more into a groove lately. Yes, they won't have up some key players, but I think as long as Luca plays, this was fine. And if Seth Curry plays, I have no doubt in this going over the three and a half and maybe even the Mavericks covering their full spread of six and a half or seven right now. Uh, I think I am confident. I'm just, I am just speaking it out. I'm, I am really hoping Luca plays because, um, I, I really like the minus three and a half here, uh, for the team. That's been the best, uh, first half team in the NBA against a Chicago Bulls team. That's not very good. And like I said, they won't have Zach Levine. He is their firepower. He is their guy that can keep them in games guy or he's the guy that can get hot and all of a sudden put them up nine and kind of switch a game but with him doubtful or and then possibly not even playing i i think the mavericks roll here so give me the mavericks first half minus three and a half but be cautious with that maybe wait and see if luca is good to play if seth's good to play or if zach levine's out maybe uh wait on that one or just you know skip that one in general i wouldn't blame you but one more here uh since that one is a little bit more questionable I've never, I haven't done a bet like this before. I've, I've always seen bets do it, but uh, doing more research in that over two twenty two Blazers at Magic, I, uh, I, you know, I decided to roll with this. So I'm gonna take the Orlando Magic over one hundred and thirteen total points. Uh, like I said, they've been, at, so they've been averaging like hundred and twenty points since the All Star break, and I think they get to that tonight. The Blazers don't, they just don't have anybody they can defend. They're giving up 117 points per game since the All-Star break. So right there. Uh, I just I just don't know how the Blazers stop anybody right now. And I know I've just been repetitive saying that, but that's just where it's at. They, they can hang with people because of their offense, but they're not going to win any games with their defense. And now they get... A- and now they get a Magic team who are at home, who are surging, who are in the right direction, who've been putting up a lot of points. It's working for them. 
I see them just coming out and just running out the Blazers immediately. I could see a very uh, high-scoring first half for these two teams. And then I see Orlando just getting over. And I could see them, let's say this thing's even a blowout for the Blazers, like 130. I see the Magic getting to 118, 115 in this being like a... I see this thing getting into the 240s, 235, 240 range. So with that, I think the home team who's been hot lately, who has... Uh, they've seen the change up their offense ramble over I'm taking the Orlando Magic the over of 113 points first time I'm doing this on a team total for points we'll see how it goes maybe I'll start doing these more in the future alright moving on to my top props sticking with that Magic Blazers game since I leaned very heavily Magic there as a Blazer fan that makes me a little sad and who knows I could be spited maybe my best team switches out and makes me all mad but at the end of the day if they win these games and all this stuff i'll be a little happy so it's okay but i since i did go heavily magic i'm gonna go heavily blazers on the props two i'm taking two blazer player props uh, i'm taking hassan whitesides over 13 and a half rebounds the dude averages 14.2 rebounds on the season so right there he he averages more than what they're giving out right now uh last game he had 13 against the hawks i don't think the blazers played him much he got into some foul trouble he looked kind of checked out that game once that thing got out of hand they sat him uh he got like 16 and 19 the two games before he's a walking 14 15 rebounds he has to play a lot of minutes um so the Blazers are still fighting to get into the playoffs. These are winnable games for them. And if that, they need their better players to play right now. And with no Lillard, they have to rely on McCollum and Whiteside. And Whiteside needs to be out there. And when he's out there, he's around the rim. And he's going to grab rebounds. So I see him getting to 15, 16 rebounds again tonight, regardless of how the game goes. Uh, next, I'm taking CJ McCollum's over of 28 and a half points. Uh, he's the go-to guy for the Blazers. He's the guy who's going to have the ball in his hands. We heard uh, Terry Stotts talk about that. That's why their assist totals aren't very up because CJ, he's the go-to guy, and he's not going to assist himself, and he has the ball in his hands a lot. So I see him uh, trying to have a big game tonight. Like I said, the Blazers are in win-now mode, and with no Damian Lillard, they need to... They need to go, and we've seen McCollum have very good games with Lillard out. He's or he's almost became more of a playmaker, and I think we'll see that tonight. But I think he needs to have a little bit more of that killer instinct and go at the Magic. They don't really have anybody that can check him. Uh, we saw them get torched by Bradley Beal the other night. We need to see McCollum... Don't, I mean, basically almost take on this approach of Bradley Beal. He has the same type of skill set, scorer, ball handler, who can make things happen one-on-one, crafty, can get to the spots... Wherever he wants to go, he gets to the foul line. All the different stuff that Bradley Beal do, I think CJ McCollum can do exactly that. So he should see that, what Bradley Beal did, and be inspired and go, okay, I'm going to do that to the Magic tonight. And he also has a little rivalry with Evan Fournier. They got into it the last couple of years, or maybe it was a year or two ago, and CJ blew kisses at him when they were talking smack. So we might, I see CJ, he's the type of guy to go at him so let's say he's on him i see cj attacking him and trying to score on him and i see cj i i see him having a big score in that i think 35 30 points for mccollum tonight as well as putting up his assist numbers that he's been doing um yeah i think this is going to be a high scoring game like i said before and i think he'll be a big reason why so give me cj's over of 28 and a half points all right that is it for today's show Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate all the support. Tweet me what bets of these you are tailing, what bets maybe I'm missing out on and that you really like. And also let me know what betting sites or 
stats or trends or edges you guys like to use when making your bets and maybe something I can start using for mine. So with that, make sure you guys are following me on Twitter uh, and I will be tweeting out any last minute injury news, especially about the Mavs, Bulls, first half, maybe total and depending on Luke and all that. And maybe I'll throw in another prop or two so we get out. I'll get maybe a little bit more diverse in this Blazers magic game. So I hope you guys all have a great day. I'm my fingers crossed for you that your bets cash and our pockets get fatter. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.